You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hey, we're back. Gloria Kennedy here. You know, been having such a great time speaking with Senator Kendra Anderson. Is it District 31? District 31. All right, great. I used to, they used to call it 15, but then it got all changed, whatever. But we're having such a great conversation that we just had to give you more of this, a bonus edition. And we're going to talk about women in politics, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about legislation that is still needed to this day. Federally, I think I'm going back in time with uh, the, uh, it's like, are you kidding me? We're fighting the same fight that got me into the game? Right, right. Well, there, there's that too, and um, also how women are still perceived in politics, and and just even my race against three men in, in the primary, it was, there was one school of thought that thought, oh, the only woman in the race, you'll definitely do well. But I got such pushback on um, being the only woman in that race, and as if that was such a new and different idea. So, yeah, so I, I think um, as far as legislation goes, I mean, we definitely, we are really lucky that in 2019, uh, Roe versus Wade was codified. And that, what a relief with what we're seeing across the country. And the terrible backward slide for women. Just in some ways, I still think this country does not value women. And choice is such an important Thing. And we're, we're seeing it, the sort of the dichotomy between choice when it comes to vaccines oh, and yeah. now. Yeah. But as far as a woman's choice for her own body, it, it's just so incredibly in- essential. But now what we're seeing is that there's an inequity that um, people of color and um, lower income people don't have as much rights as, as people who have excellent insurance or um, doctors. And so now we need to see Medicaid coverage for abortions, that that is probably going to come to yeah. the floor this this year. Wonderful. That was the, oh gosh, the case, the federal case. Not, um, I can see the old man that was the AG during the Bush time, Casey, Casey, mm-hmm. the Casey versus, yeah, when they when they took that away. And they, they don't understand truly a woman's body. They don't know. I used to raise the issue of an ectopic pregnancy. Right. You know, they, they, they just wouldn't answer and they wouldn't respond. Well, I think the Health and Human Services Committee this year in both chambers are going to be very busy. I think there's a lot that we need to discuss post-COVID. And um, insurance, definitely some, and that would be more judiciary, but um, insurance and and how that impacts people, insurance costs, insurance. We need Medicare for all. It absolutely, we need that. But in Rhode Island, that's a difficult, you know, on the state level, what do we do with that? But I think that those committees are going to be quite active um, 
along with, um, I hope, environmental and agriculture, because we've got the 100% renewable, and that impacts everyone. When you look at environmental, it affects children. I mean, my, my kids, they were blessed uh, the 70s. It was a wild time. But then when the 80s came, 80s, 90s, um, special, more special needs kids, yeah. autism. And I always thought, and I'm not a scientist, that that totally had something to do with environment. I mean, we have had, this is in your district, gone, Siba Geige. Some of my kids, uh, my children's friends had childhood cancer. Yep. And it yep. was a horrible things that were led in the water and et cetera. Right, right. And when you bring up the health issues, when I think about it's not necessarily our district that it's happening, but the overflow is coming, the toxins and what's happening in the Port of Providence, we've got children that are suffering from the highest asthma rates, you know, one of the highest in, in Rhode Island, but ninth highest in the country. My niece, my youngest niece, all three of her children have asthma. Yeah. It's yeah. it's on the rise yeah. because of what is happening in, with our our air and and the emissions. So luckily the act on climate did pass and that impacts our health, women's issues. It's it's um and animals. Yes, everything. And it's sort of intersectional for everything the the whole climate issue. Exactly. You know, um it just it, there's just so many things. And again, as we go back and we focus on women, again, as the caregivers, mm -hmm. we see how this affects all of us. Yeah, I was, a, I, I am still, but raising my son, I was a single parent yeah. or an only parent, I say. Mm. There was no father involved. I even had a foster son just Aww. because he was homeless. And that brings up the homeless issue. But as an only parent to my son, again, I know what it feels like to have several jobs to keep going. And how do I, um, how am I present at his school, but at the same time, uh, make a living? I had one of the, um, I, I respect the women that work at my mother's nursing home and, and the few men that do. And this uh, woman said to me, she adopts children, lovely. And she said to me, I don't know how, how people raise children. What, uh, what happens when your boy, your girl gets sick? How do you, how, how, how do they do this? Because yeah, she said, yeah. you know, she's a, a new mom. Um, fortunately for her, I, uh, her mother is close by. But still, I mean, we people don't have to uh, think about the future. Yeah, it brings up the other issue of child care. I, I know that some of the senators have um, started a, uh, a group that's looking at early education. And definitely one of the focuses in the Senate is going to be child care, which I am thrilled about. I've worked for Head Start. I've worked in early um, childhood education and in child care. I had my own little home um, daycare when I was in, lived in Massachusetts. So now we're going to focus on that because it's essential. How do people get to work unless they've got safe, secure, and affordable child care? Indeed. Well, uh, Senator Anderson, we're going to say goodbye, but only for a while because we're going to have you back 
to give us an update on, on the uh, legislative activities that will be starting this January. So you'll be more than welcome anytime. Well, thanks, Gloria. This has been great. Oh, it's, it's great for me to go down memory lane with you because of uh, my experience coupled with what goes on today and a lot of similarities and a lot of change, and we're happy for that change. But thank you for being our guest today. Oh, thank you. You're more than welcome. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.